Good evening and welcome to Joy 99.7 FM and to tonight's edition of Springboard, your virtual university. Springboard is brought to you by Legacy and Legacy and your superstition Joy 99.7 FM. The broadcast is made possible by the kind courtesy of MTN, Ghana's number one network, Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank, and our print media partner, The Graphic Business. Thank you for joining us on Joy FM and on Facebook streaming on Albert Annie Okran, Comfort Okran A, and Joy 99.7 FM. My name is Albert Okran. On behalf of the virtual academic board comprising Comfort Matthew Priscilla, Amos Jojo and Emmanuel, I welcome you to Pros and Cons, our big debate arising from our series of entrepreneurial discussions the topic today is simple. What's the best age to start a business? Is it 50 or 25? Send your views now by WhatsApp on 024-9999555. Is it 50 or is it 25? Don't tell me both. As I say, choose your choice and send your preferred Pro 50 or Pro 25 by WhatsApp on 024-9999555. Tonight's show is entirely dedicated to two very special people, Lucy Quest and Patrick Iwa. Lucy Quest, your book, The Bold New Normal, has just been adopted as course material at the Columbia Business School. It's so exciting. That's it. This is The Bold New Normal Africa. Our books are being adopted as textbooks. So that's for you, Lucy Quist. And then Patrick Ewa, you've just been appointed to the UNESCO Futures of Education Commission. So enjoy this one as well. So Lucy and Patrick, this show is entirely yours. In today's Data is King segment, Amos will give us empirical research on the topic we are debating today. Is it above 30s or below 30s? He has empirical evidence that says one group is 14% more successful than the other. Which one is it? You will find out, but that will be after the debate. <laughs> In our Game Changer segment today, Comfort will bring us a behind-the-scenes account of the record-breaking feat by Elliot Kipchoge. And it was in Austria yesterday, so you will love it. And when Comfort brings the details to you, you will find out how much effort went into breaking that record by Kipchoge Elliot. All right, so before I introduce my guests for tonight, let me invite Comfort to bring us our quote um, for the day. Comfort, what's our quote for today? Today comes from an American stand-up comedian called Michael Pritchard, who says, you don't stop laughing when you grow old. You grow old because you stop laughing. Mm. Mm. Give it to us again. <laughs> you don't stop laughing when you grow, because you grow old. You grow old because you stop laughing. Wow. What does it mean? What's the link between age and laughter? Well, in 2019, a, a, a report from Norway said laughing for 10 to 15 minutes a day can burn approximately 40 calories. Wow. Matthew, that's equivalent to losing about three or four pounds a year. Well, other benefits um, reported in the survey included losing... Um, having improved mental health, nurturing stronger relationships, prevention of heart disease, improved immunity and longer life, especially for those with cancer. So our prescription from Springboard this evening is that laugh five minutes at least three times a day and you will live longer and you will not grow old. (laughs) Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Charles is laughing. <laughs> Charles, Charlie, it's an easy way to lose weight. Yes. 
<laughs> you got me there. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Charlie, why you laugh? Three times a day for five minutes, Charlie, the way to go. Three pounds a year or four pounds a year. It's enough. It's enough for me. All right, so on our pros and cons segment, we are joined by two great friends of Springboard as we discuss the big question, what's the perfect age to start a business? Charles Mercer is CEO of Trust Consult and a big, big friend of Springboard. He will use examples and statistics to argue today that those aged 50 are better placed and prepared to start a business and hit the ground running. Maximus Ametego is the CEO of Pop Out, another big friend of Springboard, and he stands on the other side very strongly, arguing that 25-year-olds fresh from school have the vim and the energy to start a business and make it. Which school of thought do you belong to? Send your thoughts Zero two four nine 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 five five five. Charles and Maximus, this subject has attracted interest from all over the world. I've gotten messages from Nigeria, from the UK. People want to know. Welcome to Springboard. Thank you for having Thank me. Thank you and good evening. <laughs> good evening. As you know, pros and cons is a regular debate. It's just a, a fact-finding mission. So we are not looking for a winner. We are looking for clarity and the more we've received all these submissions for the past two weeks, the more we realize that it's a matter of great interest. So what we're going to do is we're going to break the subject down into the advantages and disadvantages of being pro-50 or pro-25. Charles, you are arguing for the pro-50s. Maximus, you are arguing for pro-25s. And we're going to break it down into five thematic areas. One, we'll talk about their risk profile. Then we'll move on to their energy and drive. Then we'll talk about their time and experience. We will touch on technology and innovation, and then we will end with network and connections. We will start straight away with the risk profile, and um, let's start with you, Charles Mensah. Yep. Two minutes. Let's talk about the risk profile of the fifties as against the twenty-fives. Right. Just just before the the risk profile, Abed, I think first and foremost, every entrepreneur tends to solve a particular problem. Um, you may have dreamt of solving a problem. So every entrepreneur must solve a problem. Now, in solving these problems, you ought to have skills and funding. Now, if you don't have the skills and you have the funding, you can buy the skills. Where you don't have the two of them, then you have a big challenge. So when these two ingredients are present, then you are ready to go. So it's not really about starting at 50, but once those two ingredients are available which is you have the skill for the vision that you want to achieve and you have the funding for it what tends to happen is that those who are 50 would have built some experience and some funding and therefore when the time is right for them to strike they move and move faster now there it is that young ones um 25 he doesn't have the skill. He just finished school. He has the idea, but he doesn't have the skill. He doesn't have the funding. And therefore, though they may tend to rush for the funding by borrowing and try to buy the skill because they don't have it. So in that particular moment that they set up, they cannot move beyond a year or two. But those who have it in the 50s, he's seen it all. He's worked before under people. He's earned some income. He's gotten a number of things. And therefore, I will posit it around the uh, thematic the areas that you've given us. First and foremost, as soon as you are 50 and above, you've seen it all. So your risk profile, you tend to be very stable. You don't take certain decisions where it would crash the company 
or you will crash your dream because you've seen it all. You will not be rushing to, let's say, buy a, a car for your personal use because you've seen it all. You don't rush. You will not be in a hurry to tell people that I have arrived. You know, you have arrived. So it is that you move. Now, when it comes to the energy, yes. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's count Maximus on the risk profile and look okay. back to you. And that. So, Maximus, um, Charles is arguing that the 50s are more stable and will not take decisions that will crash the business. What's your perspective on risk profile? I think business has to be done at the at the speed of, of thought, like uh, an author said. And usually your skill is as relevant as the problem you need to solve. So it's not how old your body is, but it's how relevant the body of knowledge you have is. So you can have a 25-year-old who has the relevant knowledge to solve a pertinent problem that will make a business case. Right, so it's not about how old you are. I have I know young people who don't rush into business, but they have the patience to see an idea grow, and because they have they they touch bit with a lot of their younger people, and they read about how the 50-year-olds failed through their journey from the 25 upwards. So that band of age that they have read about, they have also informed us how to take some critical decisions so they don't waste resources that they don't have. And usually, the young people don't have the privilege of funding, so they want to start on a bootstrap budget. So they want to make do with what they already have, the energy they have, the available funding, and if they're able to sell their idea to other people, they also invest in their business idea because you don't need to own everything to own a business. So you can have the idea and somebody will see the value in that idea, will invest money into that idea and you can start that business. Right. <laughs> it says, right. It says uh, funding, it is, funding from where? It, it, it is 13 minutes past the hour of, <laughs> of seven. I can see the chance of Charles just warming up. <laughs> so, so... Funding from Uncle Charles. <laughs> It is evident that it is evident that each school of thought is very persuaded about their perspective. But Charles believes that um, fifty-year-olds are more stable and they don't take rash decisions to crush the business. Max Moss says, "Listen, the, it is not about the age; it's about the the relevant body of knowledge. And the young ones are not necessarily necessarily reckless. They operate the bootstrap budget, and they have patience, which is not always." immediately evident if you consider their age. Let me come to the issue of, of energy and drive. Charles, your perspective on 50-year-olds. Some argue that at that age, they lack the energy and drive to do business. What's your response? Oh, um, not quite, not quite. Because, you see, at 50, you probably wouldn't have small children to look after who give you pressure in terms of family. And therefore, you have a bit of time to run and to push the business. Now, when you are 25, probably just got married, you know, you have to come home to the family. And therefore, pressure will be on you. So, in terms of energy, yes, 50 plus has energy. They have energy. The only situation that will arise is when we have to, what we call, uh, speed to market. When the, the product line that they are producing needed some state power. So, they won't have because of healthy business and things like that. So, that's where they may have to buy that because they have the funding so they can buy that particular thing they can ask the young ones to come and work for them for on that particular project so they don't have to have but once they don't have a family there's no too much pressure on them they have a lot of energy a lot of ideas to push into the business and it's very we've watched around 
all those after 50 plus 50 there who are pushing the business they move home they are not rushing to go home they are working these young ones they have to go back or they have to do what's up against the family and that <laughs> drives takes away a lot of the, the the power that they ought to push into the business right and that's very critical right what was your response <laughs> 25 year olds do you have the energy do you have the drive i think naturally is is it's quite obvious that 25 year olds have the energy to spend and spare the older people we don't have the energy to spare right so the ability to make mistakes and also be able to endure or wait for an idea to grow is there you have enough time you have the drive to make sure your business idea grows when you are very old and you make a lot of mistakes you you you, you lose an arm and a leg literally but when you are young people and you make the mistakes you can uh, you know uh, revamp or re-energize yourself give a new direction to your idea and better the uh, the business that you have but young, older people, you don't have that time and you don't have the energy to be that vibrant to make sure your idea reaches the market. Please, just a quick one. Let, let me ask you. Now, now when you're making the mistakes, who is, who is going to fund the mistakes? Because it says the younger ones, you have time to make mistakes. Who funds the mistake? When a business makes a mistake, they've made a loss. They've lost revenue. They've lost, they've in, they've in, lost investment. Now, who funds it? So will it be argument that by the time they make their first or second mistake, the capital is finished? Mm-hmm exactly my point and therefore you need to work for some time work under people organize some funds so that at least there's a fallback when you make that mistake there's a fallback i've seen young ones making mistakes to the point that they even regret doing the business because just one small hitch from a supplier not delivering on time or from a customer not paying the check on time they are caught pounds now because there's nothing and there's a pressure. So there's no funding. But that's why they need to have a state power, work for some people, and money before they go into the business. But a lot of 50-year-olds who also fail at business. So as for failure of business, it's not uh, age-centric. Hmm. Um, there are some who would argue, Maximus, um, I mean, that there are some who would argue that, listen, um, the 50-year-olds, they are too cautious. And when opportunities come, they make too many calculations. The young ones are ready to run into the market. Is it a view that you will share? No, I think sometimes experience deceives the older people that they are very sure of succeeding at a business idea and they pump much money into the idea and fails. So let's speak to the issue of, of, yeah. of time and experience. I mean, the young person has much more time than the older person, but the older person has much more experience than the younger person. Where, where, where would you position your thoughts? I think sometimes experience is also very overrated. Right, you can you can have the experience in a particular field as long as it's relevant to achieving a particular objective. So you can be 50 years old and you don't have the experience a younger person needs or a business idea needs to uh, to grow, because the idea is in the is in the mind of the person and that's what drives the the person who owns the idea. So I can work in a particular company for 40 years and I may not have the the the, the experience to manage that particular. Uh, business in it cuts across a lot of uh, of of uh, sectors that older people in those businesses don't, don't even have the experience to manage that particular business, and you have a younger people who come and even lead the business into the next phase, or the future of the business is is driven by younger people because of how they want where the direction they want to take the business. The old people have that experience of okay, we've been in this particular industry, we've seen all the phases of development but they don't have the time that the younger person 
will have to be able to take the business to the next level. So you have that younger person driving the business better than the older person. Charles, what will be your response to the issue of time and experience? Some argue that, listen, the, 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 the older person has, has less time and therefore should they not get it right, there's little time left to recover. What would you say to that? No, no, you see, in my, in my world, time is money. Experience, you can buy. So an older person who has started a business at least have experience. There's no way you can buy any experience anywhere in the market. However, however, with with the, with the, with the uh, older, they can spot a challenge. When it is that a, a customer walks into uh, an older person running a business, mm-hmm. one, two, three questions, he will spot the challenge there. He will spot that, look, this particular person is just wrapping me. There's no way uh, he will pay me after 30 days, like he's saying. The younger ones, once he receives the LPO, he's in a hurry. That's his first order. So he will not even do the due diligence to understand that this thing can be too good to be true. A typical example these days that the Forbes magazine. I mean, not too long ago, when you go through the Forbes magazine for Africa, for instance, you see businessmen who are all matured and they, are, they have a consistent growth in their business. Immediately introduced a young one in it. It turns out, you know, there's this young Nigerian guy who was celebrated. It turns out that, look, he was just uh, keeping up appearances. They had just uh, stolen someone's uh, cards and you know, appearing everywhere. That's what I'm saying that they need to take time and work for some people. Because, you see, you have the idea. That's the vision that you have. But you don't have the money. You don't have the skill. And you're, you're failing to steady under somebody apprenticeship you have to do it statistically charles we have the largest number of young ceos in the history of our country would you suggest by your last statements that most of them are keeping up appearances <laughs> i don't want to narrow down to few things but you see if you look at the success story of even banks ceos of banks these are all those who are managing a successful banks are mature people they over 40 plus the younger ones tend to push and push and push and in no time they crash the business it's there the microfinances every the insurances when you look at the statistics i'm not mentioning anybody's name but the point is that if you look at it because you see once you've worked under somebody you've seen all the experiences so you can take your time and say look this application takes a couple of days i'll look at it we evaluate it i'll even make calls to write people to understand what the application whether it's correct or not the younger ones, they don't have that kind of experience. So the application can is bound in the nice cover. Immediately they see the the ten thousand or fifty thousand, they rush. <laughs> and then they have huge bad debt sitting in their books. And now they are looking, oh, I've done business, nobody's giving me money. You see, you experience. Know, <laughs> you have, you, experience. Man, you have a strong response to the one. Exactly. Most of the, the managers is talking about who are in their uh, above twenty five. I'm sure most of the businesses would have started Maybe the business would have been started by a younger pe- person, right? So I'm, I'm not sure we are talking about the management of business, but starting a business. Yes. Right? So yes. a younger person can start a business, and the business can be managed by an elderly person or an older person. 
because he has the 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 younger person has the idea then the the older person has the experience to see the idea grow that is the, the management experience right so you're saying that you're borrowing the same argument that that, that um, um yeah. charles made earlier and yes. saying that the younger person can buy the experience by putting an older person in certain responsibilities that require experience and a calm neighbor is that what you're saying no exactly and and you see sometimes a lot of the new companies that are uh, a lot of the new companies and were not even developed by people who have the experience these are younger people who have the curiosity and they see trends and then they develop ideas or, or solutions to that effect so we have a lot of them like that they are not the 50 year olds but they are the 25 30 year olds who started the idea they saw the future created the solution and they saw them, themselves in that fashion or the future that okay this is the kind of house i want to live in the car uh, i want to drive the computer to use a phone mm-hmm. to use so they developed the idea around that particular uh, they develop idea around that particular perception or imagination that they have then they invite the older people to come and manage because they have the experience and sometimes the experience becomes irrelevant to the development of the idea are you going to pay are you going to pay the older person for the experience that he's bringing on board are you going to pay no, it's based on how relevant your experience is to your business. If the business is not relevant, because you, earn, you must earn your living or your experience must give you the value uh, in terms of salary. And if it's not relevant to me, you can be 50 years old and I can pay you less than that because it's not relevant to my idea. No, it is 25 uh, minutes. Is the fund, you know? Is it, is it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on. It's 35 minutes past the hour of seven. It's it's a it's a debate, the pros and cons, um, uh, pros and cons edition of Springboard the Virtual University. And my guests, Charles Mensa and Maximus Ametago, they are helping us understand which age group is better for starting a business. Is it 50? Or is it 25? I have loads and loads of varied opinions, very diametrically opposed opinions from different countries in this world. And I'm going to come back and read them very, very shortly. But if you just joined us, we are exploring this subject on five thematic areas. We've spoken a bit about risk profile. We've spoken about their energy and their drive. We've spoken about time and experience. We'll shortly pick up their technology and innovation and then also their network and their connections. The issue of funding has come through several times and, and, and Charles Mensah seems to believe that the older person has more money and the young person has no money. Um, Maximus says that the person, the old person's experience may be totally irrelevant to the subject matter being discussed. Let me quickly give you a few thoughts that have been shared so far and then we'll move on to other aspects of this debate. Um, Charles Mensah suggests that the risk profile of the 50s are more stable and therefore they will not take rash decisions and therefore jeopardize their business. Maximus says, listen, the young people are already operating on a bootstrap budget and so they, they cut to the chase and they just keep moving and they get things done. He says, it's not just about experience, it's about a relevant body of knowledge needed for a particular endeavor. That's all. You don't need anything else. Charles Mensah says the 50-year-olds have no small children to disturb them. So they stay at work and they work through the night. He says that 25-year-olds, after some time, they have to go home and look after their children. And that is his argument. And so he says that if there is a need for additional energy, the 50-year-olds will buy. They will employ the young people to do that work that requires extra effort. Maximus says that 25-year-olds have energy enough and to spare. And even if they slip, they can bounce back and still be strong. Something that cannot be said for the elderly. On the issue of time and experience... 
Maximus argues that the old pool do not necessarily have the experience, and experience can be overrated and sometimes absolutely irrelevant. Um, Charles says experience is not on sale. He says the older person can just by asking three questions spot the flaws in any contract presentation and catch the person immediately. But a young person, when they see 10,000 on the folder, they will just sign the contract without reading the small details. That Those are the thoughts of my guests so far on pros and cons. Where do you yourself stand? Let me... Let me bring you the thoughts of some of our listeners and as as usual with Ghanaian, some people are struggling to choose from and, and saying both, please, Charlie, give us one. Um, KKD writes from London and says, the, the, the business is set up for making profits and if at 50 most most of the up and doing in the youth, sorry, he says at 50 you must be focusing on legacy, which is less dependent on profit. Um, and, insp- and more than on inspiring and mentorship. So you're seeing that at 50, the people must be thinking more about mentoring people, inspiring people, and, and not about profit and about starting a business. He's arguing that if you have not yet started a business and you are 50, please pack all your ideas and help the 25-year-olds to do their business instead of competing with your children. All right. So... Um, Adelaide, that someone on, on Facebook says you can be 25 with all the high energy going for you or 50 with enough lessons from the past, but what you need is passion. Um, Lawrence Kwafu says when it comes to entrepreneurship, the earlier the better. It is better to feel and struggle when you are young and um, he will therefore choose 25. Those are the thoughts. Carol Annan says, I will give it to the 25s. They have the 50s to guide, mentor, and support them. Charles, essentially, go and guide them and not <laughs> compete <laughs> compete with them. Mark Utidansu says, in my opinion, I think I am pro-25. At 25, you are younger, full of energy, and very zealous and hungry for success. So those <clears throat> are the thoughts. Horatio Ayi says, I think there are more that accounts for a successful entrepreneur which might be available to either 50s or 25s. But following the line of arguments, I'll go for the pro 50s because they have the upper hand. Capital and networks are critical in business. I'm going to come back and read some more thoughts from our listeners. But let me come to the issue of technology and innovation. Let me find out from, from you, Maximus. That's your, your, your pet peeve. You, you live, eat, sleep, and drink technology. Do you think that... When it comes to business, the younger ones have an advantage in terms of innovation and technology. Obviously. The younger people, they are quicker in terms of technology adoption. They can use it better. It's easier training younger people in the use of technology than older people. And usually they say when older people are born before computers, the BBC, it's always <laughs> difficult, you know, <laughs> adapting yeah. to technology because they, are, they have tradition built into their, their system and their way of doing things. And if you, if you try technology, you are trying to scare them from, from, from you know, moving to a, a new field altogether. So for the younger people, younger people can adapt technology. They are very innovative because they have the curious mind and the cognitive skills that we need to develop innovations to drive business, right? They can understand even business problems and even appreciate how you can uh, treat it with innovation or use technology to treat that. And we have a lot of them, from the Facebooks to the Jeff Bezos to Mark Zuckerbergs and all those people. They are younger people who were curious enough to develop solutions at a very young age, and we are using most of their technology currently. A lot of businesses are using social media websites, and almost 
the, the bouquet of technology that businesses use now were developed by uh, younger people. Technology is not, it's not an end in itself. It's, it's really innovation, what mm. you do with technology, what you do with your ideas. So technology is actually just a tool or a, a means to an end. Exactly. The key word is solutions. Yeah. So um, um, Charles probably will argue that what about um, Ken Sanders, who at age age 56 or, six, or 60 um, um, are retirement, came up with KFC, yeah. and you, were, you, are, you are a big fan of KFC. No, but, okay, so, of course, that's, so that's a balance there. So what technology, we are talking about KFC being in the basket of innovation. And it may not be retailing food is not new. So it's just a Kentucky fried chicken he started at a very late age. I'm not sure he started the idea of selling fried chicken. No, but but um, I would just want to say that with um, if you're talking about technology, uh, maybe a young, uh, an older person being unable or not not so easy to adapt to um, technology, I'd like to point out that Professor Dakubu of um, um, University of Ghana, the late Professor Dakubu, was the one who actually started the computer science department in Legon. And at that time, he had been lecturing in chemistry for some time already. Right. So your argument may not really hold there as well. Yes, yeah, so he, he started the <laughs> department, but he may not develop the technology and innovation. Let me come to, <laughs> okay, let me come to Charles. Okay, Charles, okay, your point on, on, on technology and innovation. I, Are I, we, I, 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 see, I, I like Maximum a lot, but you see, look at it critically. <laughs> um, he was mixing, you see, we're talking about business yes. and a business person. Right. Not the end user of the business idea. Thank right. you. The younger ones... The young Charles, businesses, uh, businesses are end users of a, uh, the, the, a technology. The, the, younger, the, the younger ones can use technology very fast, like everybody else. But unfortunately, someone has to create. If you look at, uh, if you look at America, if you look at in the, the technology world in terms of uh, United Silicon Valley, the average age of a successful, and I'm talking successful. Not the uh, dot com days. Successful IT company were started by people forty five years and above. Successful, if successful, that's what I'm talking about. So you see, when I set up a business, you're setting up a business for a generation, not matter like my friend Gang would say. No, it is you are creating business. So it will be well and good that you have to, you have the idea, but when you have the idea and you have the skill or you have the money. That is where you execute the idea and execute it well. But if you have the idea only, because we all dream, when you even have Google it, people have it, ah, we can do this. But that is the idea. Do you have the skill? Do you have the money? So I want us to emphasize that critically because if you don't have the skill and the money, your idea will not go anywhere. So Charles, you're saying you know, that I, I, I used to just I like that. Charles. Because he supported the whole idea. He, he likes, because he, he said he the average idea is 40, uh, age is 45 years. It means that they, of a successful uh, entrepreneur, it means that they didn't start the age of 50. It means that they started earlier than 45. It means but obviously not 25. Of course, maybe they, they, they may start, so they started from... Yeah, the middle. of course, yes. yes. Oh, no. So, <laughs> so <laughs> the big one, it and 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 then the Gates as evidence. They started before 25. Let's settle on let's settle on networks and, and, and connections. Networks and connections. Um, let me start with you, Maximus. Networks, connections, relationships. He, 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 he doesn't have, have a 25, so I'll start first. I'll okay, all right. <laughs> 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 so Charles, what's your perspective on the 50 I, I, pluses 
in terms of networks, in terms of connections? I think 50 plus, uh, naturally, uh, you would have a lot of networks. Your classmates from school and the university would have been heading certain institutions. And then when you start a business, one phone call away to the MD of a particular company that you need to supply will just run. If you are 25, your classmates would have been officers in those banks. They are not decision makers. And therefore, it will slow things down for you. So, for that, I think the uh, 50s have up hand. They know people. They have the connections. Phone call away. That's what they do. Because they have, they, have, they, have, they have all sorts of things. You know, and then people see them. Oh, ah, you used to work here. Okay. Now, we, now I'm on my own. This is what I need. So, acceleration. They accelerate very fast. But when you are 25, because your colleagues are not really decision makers, you have to tell your story over and over and over again. And sometimes it becomes very frustrating. So, that we have a hand. What about the counter argument somebody will make that the uh, 25 year olds are socially very connected on social media and therefore what you will traditionally, uh, traditionally use? Um, your classmates alone to do they by the power of technology are linked up with thousands of people and therefore just by releasing a product on, on social media that's, you see, I, I like that but you see that, that's a product to sell to the market yes we are referring to arriving at that product the person starts a business you're talking about networks mm-hmm. starts a business and just by putting the product on their social networks they can compensate for what you have in terms of your big classmates who are now big MDs. Well, you, you need you need the network here. I'm not talking about your uh, marketing networks. I'm talking about the network that would influence your decision making. As for the target market, what you are uh, selling or the solution that you are providing, that's a different mechanic. Also, of course, you can buy. You can ask a young guy to come ahead that department that you can push because your target market is the young ones. You can right. do that. But I'm referring to a situation where you need certain key decisions to affect the business, right? And your network would then come into play. That's what I'm referring right. to. Right, Maximus, your response. Yeah, I think I like Charles's uh, point, and the fact is that if I'm a younger person, I'll go for. I will employ somebody like Uncle Charles who has a network of people. And that they, they, I can sell my business idea to that person because if I start the business, I, 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 will, I will know that I don't have the networks or the connections that I need. So I need somebody who has the, the connection. But we see when it comes to business, when you're able to develop a relevant product, you don't need connections or networks. If people see the value in your product, you don't need to make a call to a manager. The customers will be your networks. That's all. 22 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock. If you just joined us, we've been having a very interesting discussion between um, Charles Mensah on one hand and Maximus Amatego on the other hand, helping us to understand who is better placed to start a business. Where do you yourself stand? Um, when did you start your own business and where have you gotten to and what age is the ideal one? Amos will bring us his thoughts very soon on the Data Skin segment, but let me remind you if you started a business, whether you started at 25 or you started at 50, if you are a trader or a merchant looking to grow your business, then now is the time to grow faster and go further with Ecobank's Diggy Banking Park. The Ecobank Diggy Banking Park is designed specially with the growth of your business in mind. The benefits include zero opening balance, no monthly service charges, automatic access to your 
to EcoBank's payment and collection solutions and a loan, Charles, of up to 200,000 Ghana cities and much more. If you are telling you this loan will sort you out one time. The EcoBank Banking Park also comes with capacity building and financial literacy programs to empower you to grow your business. To find out more about how to grow faster and go further with a bank that understands your business, visit the nearest EcoBank branch, call toll-free on 3225 or contact us on Digibank, digiparkgh at ecobank.com. Ecobank Mobile App, the CIMG product of the year 2018. Ecobank, two times CIMG Hall of Fame Bank. And Ecobank, definitely the Pan-African Bank. Let me bring you a message from MTN and from Ecobank. And when we come back, let's find out what others have been saying in the city of Accra about 50 or about 25. Please don't go away. It's been a year of God's continuous goodness, peace, and abundant blessings. Come, let's say thank you together at this year's MTN Stands in Worship as we are led into God's presence by Selena Boating, Chrissy Oting, Sissy Toom, Joe Mattel, Eldon Riku, Akessa Brimpong, Koda, Diana Hamilton, and from Nigeria, Prosper Ochimana, the Akume Hitmaker, happening on Saturday, 2nd of November at the Fantasy Dome Trade Fair, La, 4 p.m. sharp. Dial star 713 star 6 hash to purchase your tickets at 20 Ghana cities and 50 Ghana cities. All proceeds will be donated to charity. So, join us say thank you to God for his goodness. And to set your favorite artist song as your caller tune, just dial star 1355 hash to download at only 26 pesos for 60 days. Postman, I'm at the bank. Really? But your car is in front of your house. Bro, my bank or my phone, Charlie. Oh, how? Ecobank, bro. With Ecobank Mobile App, I can do everything, anywhere, anytime. Listen, I just checked my account balance, paid Amazon school fees, and sent money to my grandma at Walwale. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Masa, just download the Ecobank Mobile App from the Google Play Store or the App Store or dial star 770 hash and be your own bank manager. Manager, manager. Whether to pay bills or fees, to check account statements, send money across Ghana, abroad, and more. Ecobank Mobile App has got it covered. Ecobank Mobile, making everyday people live everyday lives the Ecobank way. Ecobank, the Pan-African bank. And Springboard is the virtual university. In compiling our thoughts for tonight's program, we caught up with Aram Teria, CEO of Letty Arts, Salom, the sign maker of Salo Arts, and Seth Kui, the mining engineering guru. All right, so they shared their thoughts on this subject, and I'm going to bring you those thoughts um, right about now. I would go for 25 years, um, and I've actually had this debate with my MasterCard scholars earlier this year, and most were skewed towards 25 years, and not even because of the age bracket that the debate happened, but mostly because in terms of risk, um, a 25-year-old has um, more energy, more passion, is more relevant in in the system, knows how to create innovatively and also to try and fail fast in terms of time. So you fail fast to try out new things. So, but in terms of 50 years... Uh, in my case, I would argue that it's, it's better to start your business at a very young age. Okay, so for example, I started my business way back 17 years. Yes, there were financial issues, challenges, but 
I was able to pull through. And the fact that I had an education that gave me the opportunity, you know, to explore. Yes, uh, so I'm able to apply technology so that um, in this case, I'm being very innovative. I'm able to create things, you know, get people to buy. It's, it's not that straightforward. I think energy and drive is necessary. However, it can only take you so far if you don't mitigate that with all the risk factors around. So I think that a lot of experience, well, some experience is good. And I'm not saying 25 cannot have an experience. It's a young guy who starts to probably apply his trade at the age of 20 would have had five years of experience, so he would know the pitfalls to some extent, and that would be fine. So the age is not a problem, but if it's 25 years just out of school, then I think that uh, you need to take your time a little bit. Now, working for somebody before you start your job also gives you a platform to experiment. Interesting. So it was almost like two one in favor of the twenty five. But the interesting thing is that each I know these three CEOs and each of them is talking from their very personal point of view. So Seth worked as a CEO CEO employee in a multinational until fifty and then started his own business and he's hit the ground running and he's succeeding. So he's arguing and saying fifty is the best. You get all the experience, you don't make you don't make the mistakes that Charles is talking about, the ones that you just signed sign things by heart. So he's talking from conviction based on that one. The others are saying, listen, we started at a young age, made all our mistakes, but now we are doing well. And we look back and say, it was good we started at that age and then, and then broke a few bones, but we are still alive. So each school of thought seems to be very convinced. Amos, join us now for the Data Skin segment and tell us what the research by the conversation is saying actually about <laughs> statistically which group has a higher success rate. And... I'm telling you, you can't guess. You can't guess. This is about before 30 or after 30. Which group has a better success rate? It was. Give it to us. Okay. <laughs> so, there is a study on entrepreneurial outcomes comparing people who start business after 30 and those who start before 30. And this is posted on the news portal, The Conversation. And the study is based on 2.7 million businesses registered between 2007 and 2014 in the U.S. And it shows that businesses started by people over 30 years are 14% more likely to survive. So it is estimated that all startups, 50% of them will die within five years and the study is saying that 14 percent those businesses started by people over 30 years they have 14 percent more chance of surviving and then it also shows that businesses started by people over the age of 30 years achieve higher growth rates than those started by people under 30. so according to the study the probability of achieving success in business increases from the age of 25 and then it remains steady until 35 then the success rate jumps at 35 and then remains steady until 45 when it jumps again and remains steady till 60 however what the study does not tell us is that okay so it also says that the average age of the most successful founders of startup companies is 45 years. However, 
what the study does not tell us is how many businesses the middle-aged entrepreneurs had started which failed before they achieved success. There are those who propose that people should go into entrepreneurship immediately after university, while others favor starting at the middle age. So that's the debate we are having now, and we are asking our audience, where, where do you, do you stand? Belong? Thank you. Thank you. We must answer of our, our, our <laughs> research. Yes. It's it is not getting any easier. I mean, we still no, I'm, I'm happy the success rate is before 50 years. So, <laughs> so you're saying that 30 doesn't give a chance. You shouldn't even think he's won. All right. I want to come to you for your closing thoughts on this. Maximus and Charles Mensah. Both of MHM. I'm going to come to you for your for your closing thoughts on this. But let me go now for our game changer segment. The whole world yesterday held its breath as Elliot Kipchoge broke the two-hour mark. But Comfort has been trying to find out what what the behind-the-scenes filler about that record. <laughs> Comfort, take it away. Thank you, Albert. One final lung-busting stride for Kipchoge. One giant leap for human endeavor. With that proclamation from the announcer, it was all over. For the first time in recorded history, a man had run a marathon in under two hours, a feat long thought to be unattainable. To put this accomplishment in perspective, it's like running from Kolebu Teaching Hospital in Accra to Tema Oil Refinery via the N1 in 1 hour, 59 minutes, 40 seconds. Yesterday, Pegogo Maps waiting at 8.15, a car traveling at the same route will take 2 hours, 9 minutes to reach the destination. Therefore, by comparison, Kipchoge would have been faster than a car. Now, to be fair, Elliot is no ordinary man. Proud to this historic race, he was an eight, an eight-time major marathon winner and a three-time Olympic medalist. Medalist. He was also the record holder for the marathon. Interestingly enough, he had already tried to beat the two-hour milestone last time in 2017, but had missed the mark by over 20 seconds. So. What made the difference between failure in 2017 and a momentous accomplishment two years later? This week, our game changer is an enabling environment. To make sure Chiptoge did the impossible, the race sponsors, Ineos, announced and accounted for every detail in designing the optimal race environment. The race was hosted in Vienna, a location that was with that had ideal temperatures, flat terrain, and optimal running altitude. They accounted for the fact also that Vienna is only one hour away, one time zone away from Chipchoge's training base in Kenya. He also struggled, I mean, in 19, 2017, Chipchoge has struggled with maintaining his pace. So, Ineos recruited a team of 41 elite pace sitters to run with him this time. The team all included former Olympic gold medalists, and they ran in an aerodynamic 
open V formation to boost Chipchoge's chances of success. Periodically, a biker came to give Chipchoge a carbohydrate-heavy cocktail of gels and fluids. Ineos even used a pace-setting car to direct the beam, um, the, the road with a laser beam, so they'll know exactly where to run as they went along. To support Chipchoge physically, Nike designed a surgical, a, a special shoe based on an ultra-light carbon fiber plate and bike riders, uh, sorry, for mental stimulation, Ineos allowed a crowd to be there to cheer him on, something he had lacked in 2017. To make things even better, his wife, Grace, and their children were there on hand to watch him for the first time ever. So when he finished, he jumped into their arms at the finish line. Now, whilst his may be a bit unique, it is important in our daily lives to ask, is my environment supporting me or hindering my growth? This act from this quote from actress Mary Lou Hena sums it all up perfectly. It's important to determine which environment works best for you and then build that environment to suit your needs. This week, let's seek out the ideal environment to accelerate our growth. This has been the Springboard Game Changer. Have a phenomenal week. Thank you very much. And so this week, the the ideal environment, is it 25? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for this thought. He was interviewed this afternoon. The whole of Kenya was giving fans on CNN. (laughs) All right, let's let's wrap this up. Charles, um, obviously, this is a very very interesting um, subject. Um, A Nigerian big-time entrepreneur phoned yesterday to say that the 50s are the problem. They should let the 25s build businesses around the continent and stop giving us problems. I am in the 50s bracket. I didn't think very kindly to it, but I was happy that he was very <laughs> excited about the debate and is listening from Nigeria as we speak. I'll tell you what. This debate, it is divisible right down the line. Some are very convinced because of their own experience. Others too are saying, this is what has worked for me. As we wrap up this debate, um, forget about which side you argued on. Just to wrap up in, in in a minute for each of you. Okay. What 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 age did you start your business, Charles? Honestly, I started at twenty five and uh, I crashed. Right. I crashed. So I went back and worked for people for twenty years. So I came back to run my business at forty five, and it's been successful since then. Right. So but, your own experience kind of informs your position. Exactly. But the 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 for me, um, if I'd had somebody paying for my mistakes i.e. continued to funding me i would have probably stayed on at the 25 because the challenge here is that the 25s 25s at least in our part of the world i mean they don't have easy funding to support ideas that they have and therefore the first mistakes that the first mistake that they make no funding Right. Unless otherwise we have a strategy where we have a venture capital or angel funding here and there that they can continue to support, even if they crash. Like uh, Warren Buffett would say, don't lose the investors' money and then don't lose the investors' money. So if we can continue to support in that line, that they will crash anyway, but we'll continue to fund it. I have a solution. 
the solution is that let's have a combination of the 25s and the 50 as partners. Wow. To the extent that we can have the 50s as a board chair, so that at least for the next 10 years, we'll walk them through. So by the time they are 35, they are running the show. And that's what I think we should have. And Maximus, I offer myself as a board chair for your company. <laughs> <laughs> they, call it, they call it smoking the peace pipe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> closing, closing I think I agree with Uncle Charles. And you, you, we need the drive of a younger person to start the business, to take all the risk, suffer all the scars and the bruises. And you need the, the experience of the, the 50-year-olds to guide you as to how you can scale the obstacles. And of course... Like the Bible says, there's nothing new under the sun. So if you are going through the same simulation of what happened in his life, at least you have the the privilege of the wisdom of the 50-year-old to guide you so that the, the, the risk is slower and the scar is more treatable and less dangerous. Right. You know, on behalf of the Springboard team, I'd like to thank you very much, um, Charles Mercer and Maximus, for being... Um, such great uh, protagonists and, and, and bringing this debate alive in such a special way. It's been very instructive and I just think that even the response when we posted it on Facebook alone shows that this is something that Africa wants to talk about mm. and for me, the fact that we've been able to have this debate and bring out the various angles will help somebody running a business or starting a business to know what options there are for them and explain why they are having certain peculiar struggles because the points you make are very real. Yeah. Um, the young have energy and they have they have innovation on their side and Charles you are right also about the older ones having experience having the networks and I love the point you made about being able to look at something and easily spot the mistakes something that would not easily be the case with an inexperienced and younger CEO let me give you a teaser about what we'll do next week and I know you will not be on the show next week but you'll be listening so next week we are discussing is it change management or Manchester United both are very juicy. We are observing a scenario of a, a, a global brand that is on the decline. And next week, Manchester plays Liverpool. Now, to have the debate, we are bringing one Liverpool diehard and one Manchester diehard. <laughs> Professor Robert Ibohinson will be will be on the show next week. He's a Manchester United supporter. Whoa. And then Koju Adai Mensa, a diehard Liverpool fan, <laughs> will also be on the show. But we won't talk wow. about football uh, to next week we talk about management exactly. some argue that the management of the leadership transition of Man U is the reason why they are struggling the way that they are we'll be looking at juxtaposing Cortez 8 step change model which some say if Man U had used they would have survived to Kurt Lewin's three stage model which they seem to have used and are having difficulties it will be a management theory mm. um, pros and cons <laughs> <laughs> with mind you as a subject you will love it so wherever you are next week Sunday 7pm be on Springboard your virtual university but I want to say a big thank you to Comfort for the quote of the week and also for the Game Changer segment thank you to Amos for that interesting dimension about the before 30 or after 30 something that gives each of them the comfort that listen it's not even for you you are not 30 <laughs> you are either 25 or 50 coming up next to work with Jesus and the topic is responsible parenting Pastor Ransford will host Flora Saki and on phone Alan Okumin Mensah till we come your way again next week with the Manchester United edition of Springboard your virtual investment my name is Albert Okran on behalf of Team Springboard saying God bless you God bless you and God bless you good night